You're listening to Rewild and Free. This is the go-to podcast for conscious and holistic mother entrepreneurs who are ditching society's to-do list for intentional living, freedom, and abundance while creating impact and legacy in their home and business. If we haven't met yet, I'm Nicole Pazvier, your light-hearted mom friend and biz bestie wrapped in one. I'm an ex-nurse turned matrescence guide and business coach, leading women just like you into the new paradigm, where thriving in motherhood is your birthright and so is a successful and sustainable online business. Keep listening if you're ready to unsubscribe from patriarchal motherhood, bro marketing, and boss babe culture. Because in this space, we use nature as our framework as we move towards feminine embodied business development, cyclical orientation, and slow living. Together, let's rewild and remember as we break free from survival and reconnect to what truly matters. Okay, friend, steep your tea and take the most loving breath you've given to yourself today, and let's go. Holy moly, this has honestly been a long time coming. This is the first episode of the rebranded podcast, Rewild and Free. I'm so excited to be recording this and actually putting putting all of my dreams into action. Um, in this episode, I really wanted to just speak on the conception journey and my I guess the birth story of of this podcast and just all the little little tiny details that got us to where we are right now um because it wasn't like I just woke up one morning and had this massive clarity um and was ready to take action that was not the case at all so if you've been in my corner of the internet for a while you know that after the birth of my daughter in October of 2021 I quickly became very passionate about birth and specifically birth education and kind of the inside out work that I believe is really crucial for the preparation of motherhood um, and the preparation of birth because our society likes to pathologize birth and make it into something extreme and a medical event. And while obviously there's a time and place for medicine, Um, I do really believe that birth, low-risk pregnancy, is natural and something that doesn't really need to be messed with. And my own experience, my own preparation, my own pregnancy kind of led me to this massive unraveling and this massive um, just experience of unlearning and deconditioning and stripping away a lot of societal imprints. Um... For those that don't know, I am a former nurse. I was working in geriatric mental health for the entirety of my nursing career. Um, And yeah, up until up until my pregnancy and my birth, I really didn't see myself doing anything else. I was very much following society's to do list. And I didn't know it then, but I thought that was my ticket to success. I thought if I just continued to kind of follow this to-do list, continue to check off the boxes, um, continue to be successful in in the narrative that modern day society and culture kind of deems as successful. So, you know, um, buy the house, have a good job, um, don't spend money on dumb things, save for retirement, 
uh, get married, have the kids, have the dogs. Like I was doing all the things. I was doing everything on paper that I thought I was supposed to do to find happiness. And the truth was, is I, I wasn't, I wasn't finding happiness. I was, I know now living in survival. I was stuck in this hustle mode. And again, the more I've learned, the more I've been able to uncover and unravel all these layers that I had been putting on myself. Um, and yeah, pregnancy, pregnancy and birth and I guess early postpartum really was the catalyst for me to undergo this massive personal and spiritual exploration. And in the early postpartum days, as I was um, building up my own Instagram page, I thought I was going to get into blogging. Um, I think I quickly learned that I really don't love typing out things. I prefer to speak them. And so I had this awesome idea to do a podcast with a friend. And um, long story short, my friend Elizabeth and I did a short-lived podcast called The Brunch with Mamas Podcast. It was awesome. It was so much fun. She was and still is living in Austria. So at the time, it was an awesome opportunity for her and I to get to reconnect um, and chat over Zoom since we weren't able to see each other very often. And we got to hang out with some really cool people as they were guests on the show. And overall, it was just an awesome experience. Um, for various reasons, we, we closed that chapter. And as I was still in the midst of pursuing uh, my passion of birth education, um, I was also getting into more like motherhood, matrescence, the whole motherhood journey, not just birth. I really saw birth as just this tiny moment in time. Um, even though for me, it was the catalyst for my, my motherhood journey. I, I was seeing, I was seeing my work in the world as bigger than just birth, birth education. So I went on to pursue a matrescence training, um, the seasons of matrescence facilitator, facilitator training with Nikki McCann. And that was amazing. <laughs> but in the in the early days of starting that, I I thought, okay, I am going to weave this into birth education. This is going to be something that mothers can just begin to be immersed in in the prenatal period. And I started a second podcast called the Not Just a Mom podcast. And I mean, you are here listening, so I'm guessing you have been an avid listener of that. And the intention with that podcast was really just shedding light and normalizing both the vulnerabilities and the victories within motherhood. And I guess just normalizing that it's totally okay to have multiple passions in motherhood, that it's okay to um, also not enjoy all aspects of motherhood, but at the same time, finding joy in motherhood is your birthright and that you don't need to subscribe to um, martyrdom and self-sacrifice and all those things. Um, I suppose this is kind of where the, the conception of this podcast starts. When I was trying to figure out the name for Not Just a Mom, I kept coming back to this world word rewild. Rewild really felt like it fit into my values and my mission and the direction I was going, everything that I was kind of preaching in my brand really circled back to being rooted in nature and 
just kind of going back to the basics and the simplicity that we can orient to within nature. Um, I've often said things like co- co-parenting with nature in the context of motherhood. And that's been a big part of my own motherhood journey. Um, connecting back to nature was also a big part of my, my birth experience and my prenatal period. So yeah, nature has been this overarching theme in my life for the past couple years. And as I've been creating and developing this business and blossoming into an entrepreneur, I have continued to use cyclical orientation and nature as a guidepost and a compass. And so anyways, this world word rewild really held a lot of meaning for me, but a mixture of things kind of got in my way. I think I think for me I was worried that rewild the word the word in its like simplicity might be perceived as in in the context of motherhood it might be perceived as someone that is super crunchy or someone that has completely um created a life where they're living off grid and separated from the government and yeah just just this very like radical way of living and I told myself well no I don't fit into that box so I guess I can't use that word um And so I kind of let it go and came up with a new name. I think the other aspect, though, of the creation of the Not Just a Mom podcast was it was truthfully like this interim passion project and this experience for me to really get comfortable not only with my own self-expression, but also holding space for others, um, as they share their own story and their vulnerability and and also just learning all the tech because when I was doing the podcast with a friend with my friend she she obviously helped with a lot of that and um that was a big concern going into podcasting on my own is just all the responsibility and the the back end stuff that I really didn't know what I was doing so in hindsight the not just a mom podcast really became my playground to practice and gain confidence in all those things. Um, what I learned through the 20 something episodes of not just a mom is my heart freaking lights up when we are talking about creation, whether it's birth, whether it's art, whether it's business, whatever it is, my heart is, yeah, just completely lit up like a Christmas tree talking about creation. And I guess more specifically, um, business creation, because that's what I can closely relate to. That's the journey I'm on right now. And my own, my own business creation journey has again been oriented to the cycles and, um, use, using nature as a compass. And I've been on my fair share of pendulum swings going from, um, being a sponge and, insatiable to is that how you say that in you know when you're satiated satiated I shouldn't try to use big words on the podcast um what I'm trying to say though is I was basically a sponge I was a whore for learning everyone's strategy thinking that I could probably find some cheat code and be extra efficient and be able to build my business quickly and without wasting time without wasting money 
Um, and I quickly learned that that's not how it goes, especially if you are heart-centered and soul-led and conscious and intentional and intuitive. And I do consider myself all of those things. So following someone else's framework, someone else's get quick, get rich quick strategy obviously wasn't working for me. Um, I also quickly learned that um, I am, so my human design type is a self-projected projector, specifically um, 6-2 self-projected projector. And if you're into human design, that's probably going to make a lot of sense as I'm sharing a lot of these things. But if you're not really into human design, I'm sharing this because projectors are um, a small percentage of the population. Most of the population is, um, I believe generators and manifesting generators. And basically the whole world is created for, for those types of people. And those types of people have a lot of energy and a lot of drive and a lot of motivation and momentum. And although hustle probably still isn't a healthy strategy, they can actually handle the hustle. Um, they can, they can handle some late nights. They can handle pushing through until something's created. And me as a projector, I can't do that. Um, projectors are unapologetically and shamelessly lazy. Um, we really need to protect our energy. We really need to cultivate and create space for sacred rest. And that was something that was really hard for me to understand especially as a former overachiever and recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. Um, I'm, yeah, I was just constantly always trying to keep up with everyone else and not let anyone down and not allow my reputation to be impacted. So in the early days of, I just realized there's like kids screaming outside here and I don't know what can be heard. I'm kind of in my own little zone sitting on my deck, just like basking in the, in the sun and it's beautiful. Um, anyways, let's just keep going here. Um, so yeah, projector, I need to be very protective of my energy. I also realized very early on that I can't follow and keep up with the generators, the manifestors, the many gens of the world. And with that, I needed to stop learning or being such a whore for the strategy and frameworks that were being passed down by those people because they quite simply aren't going to work for me. And so the pendulum swing, the first really big pendulum swing really started for me um, when I realized that. And I also realized that the business development entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial world is just very, very masculine. Um, I mean, part of that is because I would say that we really are the first generation where mothers have the opportunity to be building their own businesses with just the use of technology and being online and virtual. It's actually accessible for us. Um, it's no longer that like entrepreneurs are just someone that has a brick and mortar store and yeah, all the things. So I think part of it is that there really is no framework for a mother building her own business. The frameworks that women have been following are still from the traditional bro marketing um, culture or from boss babe culture. 
And I'm going to say it right now, that simply does not fit into motherhood. It doesn't matter what human design type you are, that doesn't fit into motherhood. So kind of the mix of all that really led me to start seeking a more feminine-led business. I was really trying to step away from the masculine hustle and grind and the masculine individualistic um, every man for himself kind of vibes and instead I was stepping into just this softer essence this 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 essence of just being able to receive and instead of chasing things allowing allowing them to come with me or sorry allowing them to come to me and when you think of masculine and feminine you can kind of think of like an egg versus a sperm and um an egg is kind of just there being her beautiful egg self and the sperm comes to her um the sperm is on a mission and does everything it needs to do to get to the egg and the egg simply just has to be so long story short i was on this journey of really navigating the whole being versus doing conflict and to make it more complicated, also trying to navigate what that looked like in motherhood. Um, and again, long story short to all of that, it became this very harsh pendulum swing where I went from one side to the other and I had a season, uh, I call it my allergy season. I was literally allergic to anything with the word strategy. I wanted nothing to do it, nothing to do with it. I, I was truthfully just almost testing out like, okay, how simple can this be? How, how little can I do while still, while still actually having some success? And a part of the story also includes having to redefine what success means to me. Um, and for me specifically, it has a lot less to do with money and a lot more to do with impact and generational change and, just really rewriting the narrative and and showing people that there's another way. There's a more blissful, joyful, easeful way. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of getting off on a tangent, but why I'm sharing all this is because while I was creating the Not Just a Mom podcast, I think I always knew my heart was moving in the direction of business coaching and business mentorship, but imposter syndrome was getting in my way imposter syndrome in the sense of who am I to be doing this when I haven't mastered it myself um, especially since I was literally in the process of navigating these harsh pendulum swings myself um, so much so that I created my mastermind um, for mother entrepreneurs I, I called it recalibrate because I was literally living in the season of recalibration I was navigating these these swings and coming back to center and um what I've ultimately learned is that there is no mastery to this. There is no, um, <laughs> there is no actual destination. This is ongoing. This is something that we get to navigate and swing back and forth on or cycle through for the rest of our lives. And being able to come to that truth has brought me so much peace because it's, well, first of all, it's allowed me to kind of detach from the outcome and instead actually focus in on being present and intentional and finding joy in the moment, in the journey. Um, but it's also just allowed me to completely soften and allow my nervous system to 
get the rest that it deserves while also working on my own self-worth and building my own self-trust and deepening my connection to my intuition. It's, yeah, it's done all of that for me. Um, And yeah, as I was saying, I think while I was doing not just a mom, imposter syndrome was getting in my way to really move towards that and to actually declare a business coach as my identity. Um, But thankfully, I have moved through that. Here we are. We are, uh, I think, basically exactly six months from when Not Just a Mom started. Um, And yeah, this journey to get here, as I've kind of explained, has been a long time coming. It's been, it's honestly been more than six months, but it's also just been a lot of inside out work. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been me having to embody the work first and really begin to walk the walk, not just talk the talk and practice what I preach and actually, um, yeah, become this embodied feminine led business entrepreneur that I am trying to lead others to become. I had to become her first. And I feel like, again, I, I'm not going to say I'm an expert. I'm not going to say I'm a master, but I, I, I feel like I am on that path and I have, I have set and paved the way for that trajectory. And I'm super excited to actually begin to share more of that process and begin to share, I guess, like the secret, the secret sauce to it and the, the cheat codes that I learned along the way to get here. Um, and I, I will tell you right now that a lot of it really does have to do with unlearning and reorienting to nature and reorienting, reorienting to all of the cycles around us. And, um, it's less to do with kind of the outside, more masculine strategy and a lot more to do with the, the inner work and really deepening your, personal and spiritual development. So yeah, I think that kind of explains how we got to where we are today. Um, This is the Rewild and Free podcast. Rewild, as I've kind of explained, has been a word for me that has landed for a long time. Um, I really do feel like it encompasses, encompasses the paradigm shift of reconnecting and rerouting to nature. Um, and free being, I guess, the co- in, in the context of breaking free from survival and actually being able to thrive and be the most alive and embodied version of versions of ourselves because so many of us are stuck in survival mode. Our nervous systems are constantly activated and, um, we are disconnected from our bodies. We are living in our heads. And um, again, yeah, a big part of my journey has been building the trust to allow my actions to be led from my heart and not my mind. Um, And that was only possible by learning how to soothe and support my nervous system. So yeah, that is the conception story of Rewild and Free. I am coining this the number one podcast for conscious and holistic mother entrepreneurs. Um, I feel confident in saying that because I don't think there's any other podcast like this. Um, it's my, it's my mission to really marry 
both spirituality and science, masculine and feminine, um, hustle versus rest, um, because there's a time and a place for both. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to stop compartmentalizing business versus motherhood. I've said this in other spaces and, um, this has been a big part of all of my, my previous and future offer creations. Um, it's really important to me that this space is open for all things entrepreneurship and all things motherhood. It's not an, a, a either or it's a both. Um, I also really believe that both personal development and spiritual, spiritual development, spiritual growth, exploration, whatever you want to call it is at the foundation of all of this. If you aren't working on yourself, um, you aren't going to be able to see the impact and the ripple effect on your business or your mothering. Um, it really starts from within and it starts with working on ourselves first. So that's what this show is going to be about. That's the direction we're going. I'm really excited. I'm absolutely honored and grateful um, to be in your ears right now. If you've been listening this far, if you are new to the show, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. If you have been an avid listener since the beginning, I'm also so glad you're here. I, I also just want to mention that I, I use words like mother and entrepreneur, but I, I want to be clear that this isn't only for biological moms and women creating a business. This is for anyone that considers themselves a mature, feminine, embodied woman. Um, so more mother as an archetype and entrepreneur is, I suppose, the, the word that's most SEO friendly, but really I'm meaning anyone that's a creator. And I don't care if you are creating for money or if you are just creating for fun. Um, you are still welcome here. And there's apparently Crosby has a lot to say. You are still welcome here. And there's going to be a lot of juice and value for you too. So all this to say, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad to move forward with you. And I can't wait to be in your ears again. Okay, before you go, I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you were thinking of anyone while listening, please send it their way. And if anything resonated with you or you love these conversations, please subscribe and leave a review. This really helps the podcast algorithms um, put my show in front of more people just like you. And the last thing, I would love nothing more than hearing from you. So say hi, DM me on Instagram, and give me a follow at Nicole Pazvier. Until next time.